Ready. Arlene. Arlene, you're ready. I'm good. Yes, 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 yes. We are here. We are here. Episode 11 of the No Polycast. I got my lovely co-host with me, Carrie with two R's and two E's. And Carrie, please, please tell us who we got in the building. Merch. Who we got in the building? Ooh, we got the gorgeous Miss Arlene Jane in the building. Mm, mm. Thank you for joining us, beautiful. Loving the pink. I'm loving the whole attack. Always, as right. always. Happy to have you. Thanks for having me. Yes, guys. Shout out our sponsors, the Circle ENT, Black Spade Studio. Make sure you follow and subscribe. Shout out Life with a Dot. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Comment and make sure you tune in every Wednesday for our No Poly Premix show, guys. Definitely, definitely. We got a lot of merchandise in the building. Everything's looking all pink and lovely. Loving what does it. it say right here? Hustle, heal, and motivate. You got what it. What does that mean right there? Oh, it means a lot. It's a lot. It's like my power slogan. Um, definitely, definitely influenced by that Nipsey hustle mindset mm-hmm. of hustle and motivate. But mm-hmm. that heal part that a lot of people forget about. Yes. And that is a big part of what this is. What hustle, heal, and motivate embodies. It's my um, private practice. It's mm-hmm. an umbrella of all the work that I've done for years. Mm-hmm. And um, around, it's centered around mental health and counseling therapeutic yes. services. Yes. But it goes so much deeper than that as well. Mental health is very, very important. Mental health is very important because a lot of people don't understand that um, if your mental health is not on point, you're not going to be able to... I'm sorry, can we just can cut that part out? Commercial break. Let's go back. No, we just can start talking about your umbrella again. I don't want that to interrupt our conversation. It's not going to go... It's not going to... It's not going to go anywhere. Sorry. Okay. And this is still making noise, by the way. I can still hear it. Just so everyone knows. Like, for the other notifications. Okay, cool. That's good to know. Sorry, guys. Sorry. It's um, it's very important <coughs> that you use the word heal because sometimes in order to motivate others, the leader has to heal sometimes too. And everybody goes through mental health issues, even people that we look up to and we don't expect to have mental health issues. What made you decide to um? into that field so I've been in like the social work field for for, for decades it's um, something I've always been really involved in I um, started working in social services working for nonprofits um, 
years ago, decades ago, but it comes from my history, my own personal history of um, not necessarily mental illness, but um, having to heal other parts of me. I was very young, almost turned about 13, and having to like, you know, figure out how to survive um, really young and, you know, living in parks downtown Toronto on top of subway grates to keep myself warm in the middle of winter, right? Yeah. And I've seen at a young age a lot of friends in my community die of violence, um, become incarcerated, drug overdose. It was just invested within my community. Wow. And so I lived that for many, many years. I was inspired to go back to school. I was a dropout. I didn't know how to even send an email at that time or create like sentence structure. Yeah. Yeah. But I had a community of people that like really supported me, seen my vision, and I went and did my undergrad and graduated four years later on the dean's list. Congratulations. Wow, yeah. good for you. So I was just like, Motivated, right? right? That motivated to create change within my community. And yeah, part of that healing was also like not only healing my community, but healing myself of the years of trauma that I've experienced from the life that I've lived, right? Absolutely. So it's like, it's just, I've embodied that and then started working with like street involved people um, for many, many years. Wow. Um, people who use drugs and uh, street-based sex workers, street-based sex workers who use drugs, um, really giving giving back and, and just engulfed yourself, right, in, in your community. That's yeah. amazing. In my soul. Yeah. Right? And that brings us to our topic of the day as well because it is uh, Mental Health Awareness Month and Prevention Awareness Month for the year. So um, that's amazing that, uh, you know, you focus on that and you help people within your community that, you know, are connected to kind of your upbringing and what's been through and you understand what's lacking and what's needed and where you can contribute and help and encourage people. Absolutely. I love this. I love this, this site. I think, you know, it's beautiful. Like, that's a beautiful picture. I love the pink. Hustle, heal, motivate. Like, you're a strong woman. Like, you know, a boss and you care about people. That is so inspiring. So let's give her her roses. Definitely. Let's give her her pink roses. Pink roses. Long stem pink pink roses. And I was going to mention too, um, does it help that you look cool? Because sometimes (laughs) when people think about (laughs) mental health and they think about those things, it's hard to like talk to someone that they feel like. Facts. Facts. That's the thing Mm -hmm. is like I sometimes when I'm talking about it, it's like I'm. Re, like use the slogan reinventing therapy, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's like I I've gotten therapeutic support to like work through my past traumas and I spent most of my session educating the therapist about mm-hmm. you know how I've lived, where I've come from, where I wasn't doing that deep trauma work and they were pathologizing and right. focusing on yeah. things that that's not my problem, right. you know, like, because the hustle part, you know, I've had to hustle to survive. Yes. I've had to hustle to get where I am today and ha- 
having to having them focus on that hustle and thinking that's the root of my problem mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is is something that's really unique when people come to me. I'm not going to be sitting there. You don't have to educate me. I'm not going to pathologize your ki- criminal mm-hmm. history. I'm mm-hmm. not going to pathologize that you've had to, you know, mm-hmm. grind in whichever mm-hmm. way, whether you had to sell drugs, whether you had to do your thing to right. get through. I get it because I come from that life yeah. and I'm authentic. I share that, you know. I right. don't share the complete details. I share what's safe for me to share. Yeah. But people know that I've I've lived it. Right. I come from it. And it helps. It's it definitely not, yeah, helps. Not your traditional therapist that you may go to. It's like your non-traditional therapist, like you, you can relate on another level. So it's like you understand the key points to to why they're coming to you and what they may need. You know, so you, you really resonate with them. That's very important. Wow, that's amazing. And so people can go to your site and they can see everything here. So the site is actually, I'm in the process of upgrading because mm-hmm. I launched my business in the midst of a pandemic. So it's not the exact vision. Like it tells my story. It tells kind of what I do, but it's not as clear as I want it to be. So it will be launched for my one year anniversary yes. along with my clothing line. Um, just like something that's more clear so you could see my services mm-hmm. because not yes. only do I offer counseling, I also offer coaching. Um, I also love to bring the coaching kind of philosophy into my counseling where I'm supporting people that are that are struggling to survive mm-hmm. and not only just, you know, stay in that past rut, that like right. past trauma, the shit that you've been through, mm-hmm. but working towards the future. Like, how do I get from from having to survive to actually thriving, mm-hmm. you know? Exactly. And exactly. I've embodied that, you know? Like, I've come from, like, you know, uh, living in abandoned buildings, living wow. on top of, like, you know, um, like I said, subway and subway grates to keep warm. And I, last couple years ago, I got my daughter out of the hood. I purchased my first home. Wow. I was able to get a master's degree, you know. That is, is that, amazing. Is that the master's that we're speaking about? Yeah. No, this is actually. So I, so, so this is Something like. Else, so I got my master's in public policy because mm-hmm. that's my thing. I want to change the mm-hmm. fucking world. And this is actually my undergrad university. And uh, my undergrad university connected with me and offered me an alumni achievement award for the work I did in like that I've been doing since I've graduated. So they brought me back to Sault Ste. Marie and don't we love how my guy keeps looking at my ass. (laughs) (laughs) This one right here. The glasses? Yeah. There were so many like my friends right there. And this guy has no shame and he's like, yeah, I'm looking. If you look right under this (laughs) award, that lady, she's even She's looking too. We see you, girl. So the funny thing is that I had to give a speech along with this. So all of like the funders and the big university folks were like in the room and the yeah. women that yeah. had to introduce me. Like she was sweating. She was stuttering Ooh. because she had to say words like like drugs yeah. and sex work mm-hmm. and like introduce some of the work that Fair I've done. Work. And it's such a conservative yeah. body. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Whereas this is the same university that when I wanted to do sex work research, that there was very few supportive people, right? right? Yeah. And then a decade wow. later, wow. they're having me come back in and awarding me for the work that, that I've done. That they didn't help you do. Yes. No. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you. That's great. That's how it goes. <laughs> I was going to do it. Yeah. People always come back around and see things right? popping sometimes. It takes time to change things, especially in northern communities like Sault Ste. Marie, you know. And yeah. sometimes you don't see the impact of your work. Right. Until Definitely. Yeah. Right? Sometimes people, they like, come. They come after whatever, you yeah. know. You, you got to, people understand when you're on a mission and you're going to do something, you're going to do it with or without them. When they come, they come. You either be you there from the it. beginning or you come afterwards, I'm going to recognize when you decided to hop on and hop off. But, hey, you know, if you want, I'm not going to turn turn down your support. If you want to support me later, then that's on you. But, hey, shout out to the people that support you from the beginning, you know, and help shout you get to Shout out to them. You know? <laughs> and talking about that, like, that's why I, I was here because, like, I just wanted to, like, give a shout out to you, Pricey, because oh, wow. you're someone that has always supported me when I was, like, doing modeling or whatever, always, yeah. like, checked for me and we never even really knew each other but the first time i don't know if you remember that i met you in person i think it's always dear to my heart like yeah so it was like because i was i was living in bond i was living in in oakwood and um and i was with my daughter we were like walking and it was like you were doing some pictures some like photo shoot in front of the pharmacy that says drugs oh yes yes and then you came up and i think you were hustling like perfume or something <laughs> yes. yeah oh, and then my daughter she's she's still von and oakwood she's like trying to like scam you and you like reach and you're like grab whichever one you want it's yours girl Yes, yes. It's whatever one, and oh, I didn't know you. Crazy. You were just like, here you go, and I appreciate that. Yeah, you got a, you got a real pot good. I need sometimes. to, yo, yeah. I that's one, that's number one. I need to know how many times we're gonna hear a story about the first time I met Pricey. I swear to God, he was hustling perfume. <laughs> like, no, that's a, okay. That's one we had like on this Justin show. I've heard it twice. Sounds so like far. a Justin story, right? right? Yeah. I've heard it twice. I want to know how many more people are gonna tell me that story about how they met Pricey. Hey, I'm really out here in these streets. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I appreciate yeah. that. I do remember. I do remember. Yeah. Wow. And she's really good to network with, too. Like, she's right. really, like, uh, we are talking earlier about all the people that she supports in the culture. Yeah. Like, I see the Century Sands video. Yeah. Um, Which other videos did you see? Rax Official. Rax Official video. Yeah. Shout out to Rax. Shout out to Rax. Yeah, and our that. booty's going viral. Talk about that. So how did you feel about your booty? Being on six buzz, there's a lot of people seeing your booty. I was just like, it's not the first time my booty was out there, right? Right? It's been out there a few times. Um, Yeah, I like it. It was it was what it was, you know. I just made sure I didn't read the comments because you know the crowd that six buzz brings. It's just like you know, it's not that positive energy that I love to surround myself. I feel like they try to bring that in here and there, but it's that's not what I like to fuck with. It's not like, you know. Um, so it's great. It was great for rocks or whatever. Um, right. But yeah, this was actually the picture the first time my ass went viral. You gotta, you gotta lift it up a little bit. You gotta get the full on. view. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Wait a minute. Let me get the mouse. Wait a minute. Hold on, guys. This hold arrow. She's right? I just wanted to get the title. Remembering Bedford. Impacts of 
criminalization of street-based sex work. So tell us what is going on in this picture so on remember, June 2nd, Yeah, yeah, for sure. So Remembering Benford is my, this is my master's thesis that was published in a global um, magazine on sex work from um, NSWP, which is a global sex work organization that lobbies for the rights of sex workers throughout the world. And so my master's uh, thesis, which is completely groundbreaking, and we'll, we'll go into it a bit more, um, groundbreaking in the sense that it was the first of its kind of research for the new laws that were introduced. And um, so I don't know if you want me to go into that now or definitely yeah, well, yeah. Let's yeah, talk yeah. About we're it. here we're here yeah. right. okay so so um, three sex workers launched in 2014 uh, they took the Canadian government to court for the prostitution new prostitution pr provisions and so which were living on the avails and communicating and then also um, uh, where you work so these laws like criminalized every aspect and criminalized the sex worker as well. And so we took those laws all the way to the Supreme Court and we won. Uh, unanimously, all the judges said that these laws are unconstitutional and they put sex workers' lives at risk and, and put them in harm's way. And so that was, that was revolutionary for a blink of an eye. Right. We almost seen decriminalization here in Canada. Very, very close. Like the entire world uh, was looking towards us because we've made it, we've made some revolutionary groundwork in mm -hmm. regards to sex worker laws. Wow. Um, another place is New Zealand that has a decriminalized model, but there's very, very few places um, where it is. It's more been legalized mm -hmm. where it is seeing sex workers as we need to save them mm -hmm. and everything around them oppresses them. Mm -hmm. exactly. And with that mindset of trying to eradicate sex work at the end, none of them acknowledge sex work as actual work. And so when, when we won, this was when the Harper government came into power, and it took them not even a year later to reintroduce new laws. They disregarded oh, wow. what the Supreme Court said. And they reintroduced these laws, and these laws were really focused on third parties. And meaning third parties would be like anyone that sex workers pretty much love and care about that are in their community or hire to keep them safe, right? And so they seen them as like the stereotypical pimp that you see on media that's like, you know, turning girls up. Like it just gives no agency to the sex worker. And it also was kind of displayed as decriminalizing the sex worker, and ev but criminalizing all the other aspects. But oh. actually, oh. no, it didn't decriminalize the, the sex worker, even know that sex workers were no longer caught under the same laws that they were before. They're still criminalized by all these other aspects. And then they fucked with their money by targeting clients. Right, wow. so yeah, if you're going exactly. to acknowledge something as work, then why are you targeting something that 
hate people right. to make a living, right. right? And so we've seen the increase of targeting of clients. We've seen the increase of um, of the pim of pimps being targeted or managers or drivers and all that stuff. And the, also the jail uh, sentences had also increased, right? And then if anybody has followed this, traditionally the people that ca get caught in these in these laws, especially the pimp laws, are greatly by black men. And um, so since then, um, this was one of the first research um, initiatives after those laws were put into place. And I was working at South Riverdale Community Health Center with this super dope team called Counterfeit. And they do some really radical work around um, and drug decriminalization and harm reduction work. Uh, the counterfeit team does some rad shit, like even bringing, bringing like supplies, safer supplies into drug dealers' homes to make sure when people come and purchase wow. their drugs that they have that equipment to keep them safe. Oh my God. You know, they've been wow. doing some wow. really, really hardcore work. My mentor, Rafi, that had passed away a oh, few years ago, crazy. shout out to Rafi, uh -huh. he's like, on a global network changing like laws around uh, around drugs that is amazing yeah and so they completely supported me on my on my sex work um, mission to work around these laws and they actually funded my research and my research was so unique that i actually had participatory research where there was six uh, street-based sex workers the majority of them used drugs that we followed um, for uh, six weeks, yeah, and we, you know, followed them, and you know, did a lot of like surveying and getting to know them, how they worked, and their thoughts around sex work. And some of the, the results of this research was really challenging those third-party mentalities of how people view those that people hire um, mm -hmm. to keep them safe. And yeah. one of the things that came out and that's published here is the relationships that sex workers have, street-based sex workers specifically have with their drug dealers and how that is the safest person for them. They won't go to the police. It's not mm -hmm. their clients. It's not the cops. It's not mm -hmm. the system. It's their drug dealers. At the end of the day, if they get raped or mm -hmm. if they get beat or whatever, they're going back to their drug dealer and, yeah. and they're going to keep fits for them. They're going to make sure that they're good. And it really challenged a lot of people to look at drug dealers in a different in a different light, especially with the audiences that I was sharing my my stuff with. Um, but this picture came from when we did go to the Supreme Court of Canada, and this picture kind of just went viral <laughs> and had been like featured on a lot of different sites when people were talking about the Bedford Challenge. And We Fuck to Win was a slogan that we used for a campaign when police started arresting street-based sex workers in my home community of Sault Ste. Marie and started publishing their names so and started publishing their home addresses. And the entire community, the cops, the, the, you know, the politicians, and the community members were were witch hunting these street-based sex oh workers. Oh my gosh. Yeah, people were like picketing in their stroll, yeah. and it was a nightmare. So we actually started this thing called Stop the Arrest, and we got 
global support and uh, um, we're out here man yeah and we were calling for an all-out moratorium on arrest of sex workers until these laws came out that's so. good for you yeah wow. so it's like you not just busy. academic yeah. shit it's like grassroots revolutionary mm. stuff it's in the streets Seriously. it's organizing it's on every different level because I don't think at the end of the day the government's ever going to give us what we need to feel for sex workers to feel safe and liberated, you know? But it's very important to fight on all those different fronts, you know? I'm not going to give up on a decriminalized model, but I don't I don't think that, you know, Trudeau or Harper or any of the other these politicians are ever going to be able to give us exactly what we need, but that doesn't mean we need to stop fighting for Exactly. You got to keep fighting and you've been fighting and the work you've been putting in is amazing. Bad so kudos girls, to you. No bad laws. Right? Bad we were girls, talking no about it bad earlier. laws. We were talking yeah. about it earlier. Like yeah. We're going to get into the politicians, even though this is a low poly channel. Exactly. But we got to make sure that the politicians get the message and you got to do it the right way. And when I say the right way, I mean going through the right steps to get to that point. Some people think because Oh, they're gonna push and oh, they're complaining this and that. And that's the right steps. You actually gotta take certain steps to get the message across so it can be acknowledged and things can actually be done, right? Yeah, I have to sit down at tables with people I've never thought that I would break bread with. You know that, like, I don't think that, you know, I didn't think I would ever have communication with, and having to be able to, you know, show them what my knowledge and be able to present that to them mm -hmm. yeah. and you know speak their language to a certain extent in order to get what we need at the end of the day and it's a lot of work we just launched our second charter challenge so we're going back to the courts and all these new laws that they slapped us with yeah. and we're fighting them again wow. and uh, so march 30th just um, two months ago we launched it and ready to go we're preparing um we're gathering our witnesses our fact Amazing. witnesses hey you know you. and not gonna stop us yes yes she's not gonna stop, stop. unstoppable yes you there's like an alliance hey oh she's going off okay you can't stop her okay so y'all can try she's not gonna stop the fight she's out here pounding the pavement guys yep. i love it she's been doing it for a minute too right. let's talk about the merch I wish this was right. Because I would have worn this on one of my next. Oh, it's Tell coming! Us. It's coming. Talk to us about Sexy. it. See, so this is this is my merch to my business. Um, for Hustle Heal Motivate, the logo is actually designed by uh, an artist in the state. She's a sex worker activist, and she's like done tons. Like, when sex workers see this, they know it's Butterfly Mush's. Shout out to Butterfly Mush. They know it's her work, and she customized this for me. I That's just kind of gave her my vision, yeah. and, you know, and it's actually me taking the balaclava off. And so a lot of, like, when I was doing a lot of mo modeling and when I was dancing and stuff, I went by the Miss Balaclava. Okay. So this is me, my next steps, where I'm going, kind of using all of my my history in creating my brand, yeah. in creating my business, right? So it's like kind of taking off that piece 
for the my new my new moment my new yeah. step yeah that's amazing mm. i love that the mm. graphics the it, everything yeah. like the detail the money it, right the, the money the heels we, excuse, we like excuse money. me the excuse me the and body riders excuse mm. me everything yeah, it embodies me, you know. Yeah. I'm about the academics, about mm-hmm. you know, knowledge. Right? I'm about I'm about my money. Right. And Daddy. So this you look is, good. Thank you. Hey. So this is going to be launching uh June first with my one year anniversary and nice. um yeah, alongside with site. my new website and everything that um I'm doing. I'm just lucky that you know who who knew that starting a business in the middle of pandemic was going to like right. thrive but right it's been it's been blessed it's been blessed there's a need for al- more of an alternative kind of approach exactly to therapy and exactly. so i have a personal question uh, 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 uh not too personal here we go. okay right but um what's the secret because i've known you for a while and you look, you always look good. You look like a lot healthier though. Are, is it like the workout? Is it a diet? What is it? Talk to me. I need the secret. I need to know. I need to know. I need the secret. Well, um, yeah, yeah. Like I'm, I, I've been about my health, and you know, I entered into fitness for mm-hmm. sure. I love lifting. I love running. I love. Love that stuff. I fell in love with it probably about eight years ago. And, um, you know, I've been on a mission. And then life really fucking hit me hard two years ago. And it's not like I ever gave up um, on, like, training. I don't think I've ever had a week off of training in the past eight years. Except for when I got my kidneys done. You know? Like, that's like... I, I even fractured my hip um, from, mm-hmm. like, overtraining, and I was still in the gym. Wow. I was just, like, going yep, with my, right? like, fractures <laughs> the gym. Like, I'm right? about that life. Yeah. I'm about that life. Mm-hmm. But a couple of years ago, like, life did everything to me. Like, I had to relocate my daughter, a ton of shit. We, our housing yeah. got jeopardized, and... And I was, like, homeless for a minute with my daughter, like, a couple years ago. Like, our place flooded, and then some other stuff happened. And so my body was just, like, holding on to stuff. And, like, I wasn't, like, all of a sudden, like, and all bodies are amazing. But for me, it was just, like, I started, like, getting sick, sick, (laughs) sick that, like, you know. And what really helped was when I really dealt with my stress and I dealt with my trauma with this but and then I just I feel like I'm back in a place you had the chance to heal yes yes exactly exactly like I will fully admit that I I I continuously work on my mental health it is a priority my mental health my physical health you know like my financial health Mm -hmm. my mindset you know I just that's what I do. I'd rather I'd rather sit down with my friends and talk about how are we gonna make money than talking about like what cars we drive. Right. You know? yeah. like, right. How are we gonna make money but also change the system at right. the same time? Right. You know, right. like um, a lot of people don't mm-hmm. um, even understand that 
your stress can impact you physically. Mm-hmm. They will not, because they, they haven't made that connection to stress and how you're feeling physically yet. Disable you. Right. It really does. It does. Yeah, if you notice your, if you notice when you're stressed out, certain pains in different areas of your body, recognize it. Because those are the triggers letting you know that, like, your body is taking in that energy. And it's so great that you say that because my therapy, like, the way that I approach therapy is um, body style. I love the modalities of somatic therapy where I teach people to actually, like, go into their body and recognize, like, their sensations rather than talk, talk, talk because, like, you can only talk about your shit for so long and sometimes that even, like, just reoccurring and hearing yeah, yeah, like, you know, like, it, when yeah. you've lived through struggle all your life, last thing you want to talk about is teaching a new person about your right, struggle, exactly. you know? So I, I want to, I love using these next thoughts of, like, different ways of healing where people don't have to just, like, you know, spew everything out. Yeah, yeah. I love that. So if people want to check you out and, like, book an appointment with you um, as a counselor, they would just go to your website and get a hold of you? Yeah, they could go to my website. I'm also on, oh, I I should give you the link, too, on Psychology Today as um, an acknowledged clinician. Um, There, they can DM me. I'm not as active in the DMs as I am through emails and stuff that comes through my website. So so if you want priority and attention quicker, that would be the best way. And like I said, there's many different ways that I work with people. It's not just counseling because not everybody wants to, like, it's hard work. It's heavy work. Mm -hmm. I do coaching where it's just forward-focused. I have some people that I work with that are just starting up their new businesses or want to learn how to become incorporated and stuff like that. So mm. especially predominantly because of my knowledge and the work that I've done, I see a lot of sex workers. Yeah. I would say probably about 80% of the people I work with are in the sex industry or have had to pivot because of COVID and, and like explore different avenues. Right. And so I've like done some mindset work around that, um, having people like acknowledge that their work is work and and also teach them about like, you know, quit stuffing stuffing your money under the bed, you know, and put that money to work. So I do some mindset stuff around that as well. You help them to like Mm -hmm. kind of like build onto their brand and their absolutely absolutely so like they that and that's why it's important for me to share my story because i've gone from surviving and not investing in these things to being able to be at a place that like i can i can pay my mortgage you know i could you know get a car and that's Mm -hmm. brand new with zero kilometers and you know and i'm legit like my name is legit i don't need fake papers i don't need you know and so Teaching people, because the thing about sex workers is that it's hard to have that on that paperwork, right? Yeah. And so teaching people the avenues of actually becoming, like, a legitimate professional wow. um, is an aspect. Another piece of it, too, is I was, um, I was, like, having a hard time because my rates are, like, they're, they're, they're higher rates. 
Um, but the people that I love to, to work with are people that share those similar passions that I have. Right. right. That come from the streets, but those folks can't afford them. So I actually wrote, um, I wrote a grant to the government, and we were awarded a nice sum of money. And so I'm collaborating with Sex Worker Action Pro Project Hamilton. Wow. And so my services are actually free right now until August. Wow. Uh, for any street-based sex workers wow. that want to free. want some free counseling for me, like yeah, that's amazing. Can you tell us tell us about tell us about some more some more of your amazing amazing like things that you've done? You were mentioned in a book as well. Uh, I wasn't mentioned, but I wrote a chapter. You wrote a chapter. I wrote a yes. chapter in sex work activism in Canada, speaking out, standing up. It was uh, created by Amy, Amy Lebovich and Shauna Harrison. Amy Le Lebovich, shout out to her. She's one of my dear friends, and she was also one of the plaintiffs that moved forward, that brought the Bedford challenge to the Supreme Court. So wow. she's like bad as fuck. Hey. You know, it doesn't get much badder than Amy Lebovich. And so my chapter specifically is about the activism that I did in um, that made those those booty tours mm -hmm. that were in front of the Supreme Court um, for for the Stephanos and Kikinos. Wow! Mm -hmm. Wow! You've just been woo, just ah, you're Getting so motivating, it. man. And not just that, magazine mentioned. Well, you've been mentioned in magazines. Hey. Yeah, I've been published for, in magazines for some for my brain, some for my booty. Yeah. <laughs> some for your brain, some for your booty. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what are some of the uh, magazines that you've been mentioned in? So uh, my research stuff is like it was in the sex work. It's called Sex Work. Um, and then I've been in tattoo magazines. I've been in the Ultraviolet Tattoo magazine, wow. maybe two or three times. I've been in Missy Inc. Yeah. Wow. You just been Top out list. here, girl. I'm loving this. Boss. Loving this. Boss. Baddie. Bossy. I had a question I wanted Pretty. to ask you earlier. Are you a fashionista? Am I a fashionista? Do you consider yourself? <laughs> I know Carrie's a fashionista. Carrie is bad. Thanks, babe. Honestly, let me just answer this question for her because I know you see her sitting right next to me. Okay. Right. Enough said. What inspires the style, though? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what inspires it. It's just it's just me. You know? I love it's it, right? Me. Well, you acknowledge it, though. You know you got drip. Yeah. Okay, as long as okay, you know. I got okay. a bitch drip. Yeah, we always like to highlight our guests. Drip when it come on looking nice and jiffy. You look yeah. good. I love the pink. Pink is my absolute yeah. favorite color. Love yeah. it. Love She's it. Keeping the nails done during right? the pandemic. The pandemic. Shout out you got to like my a personal. Lash girls. Shout, shout out them out. She doesn't want to shout them all specifically right because then right everybody's going right. to be. Oh, right, right, right. Sorry. Right now. Right now. No, shout out to no one. one. It's right the now, the shout out to <laughs> it's illegal to be a bad bitch right now. Right. right? The barbershops. The nail salons and um the hair salons right now are the new traps. So right. It's like, yeah. I tried to get a shape up the other day. The guy was at the back door like <laughs> forward, forward. I'm like, holy 
it's a shape up. Like, <laughs> it's really serious out here, you know. So right? it's a risk looking fly. Yo, risk. like some of the baddest bougie bitches out there, right? like going through broom closets to get their nails done. You know what Suffering, I mean? Like yeah. it's like it's what we gotta do. Gotta it's go. What we, we gotta, gotta go. do. <laughs> but I'm still <laughs> looking for someone to do those pet that pedicure. Right. That's champagne, but I've never had a champagne. Well, listen, if anybody's watching and they want to, you know, give it a nice pedicure, you don't know, holla at her, hit her in the DM, be polite, dog. We need to have a nail salon owner on here, please. And a barbershop on deck. Right? Right? I wish it was like NBA 2K. You could just sit in a chair and be like, young. They'd have to wear the Bella Clava. Oh, yeah. I would have Bella Clava. I did not know that's what it was called. I'm going to put it out there, guys. I love it. Yeah. So when's the album dropping? When we collab it. Oh, you heard that? Okay, say less. Say less. Say less. Say less. Say less. Isodemic. Clona. Don't give Pricey any ideas. If you give Pricey an idea, he's like, all right, here we go. Right? Oh, man. I love it. Well, I love all the work that you've been doing and all the work that you're going to continue to do. Ah, Amazing. Ah, Queen out here. Killing it. Just just killing it. Just inspiring us all. Thank you. You said a nice slogan earlier today. Yeah, what what is the the quote quote of the the day going to be? I like what you said. Bad bitches need some bad luck. Yeah. Bad beeps. No bad. What does that mean to you, for the viewers who've never? It means that, well, the slogan actually comes from, there was like this sex work slogan in the, in the movement that was saying, no bad girls. Mm-hmm. Um, no bad girls, no bad luck. And I'm like, fuck that, we're bad. Yeah. And it's, it's good to be bad. Like, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Like, let's yeah. celebrate our badness. Like, we don't need to be ashamed of being bad. Exactly. And so they're kind of re- reclaiming that, like, you know, like, yes. I embody that, like, my, like, bad bitches, but, like, we're over these laws, these laws that criminalize people to getting paper, this, these laws that really put people in harm's way in right. getting paper, that, like, we've seen people die because of these laws, right? Yeah. People lose their lives, right. you yeah. know? change those laws not only the sex work laws but the drug laws especially right now when we're seeing fentanyl you know um, right. pandemic uh, like that's 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 the pandemic yeah, yo like exactly. pandemic, you know definitely. and like that's one close to my heart my father died from overdose and Lord, you know sorry. my partner that I moved to Toronto died from you know like it's just like so close that's to amazing. my my heart and those laws you know that make people move in unsafe places and work in unsafe places cost people lives. Mm-hmm. Yes. Wow. So what fuck those bad that. laws. Well, we commend you and we yeah. respect you and we adore your efforts and we're gonna support those who can't for themselves, right? right? Just like Carrie said, the long body hair so we can give you a pink long. Long stem. Long stem. No thorns. Exactly. And why don't you let us know what's your what's your song of the week? What keeps you motivated? What do you like to listen to when you're out there pounding pavement? This track, Body. And yeah. Fabio Florence. Hey. Yes, yes, Mama. 
there a da- is there a dance to it? Sit down. Is there a dance or is that show us still dancing? You, you got you got money? I got Usher money. Did you hear about that? Usher, what did he do? Gave the strippers his own money with his own face on it. It was literally Usher money. I was like, Usher, why'd you even go to the club? You're like, Usher, is this real? Like, is this real? He's like, this is my confession. So right? That's like, so damn, Usher. Levels. He's like, baby, so right? just let it burn. Know, right? Yeah. Just let hey, it burn. Hey, he's dripping. Oh, hey, jeez. He's putting it back on. This now. track on repeat. Yeah, it goes hard, eh? That shit just makes you want to, uh, uh. Body's shaped like cola. Hey. Um, right so Look at him. Hey. Tiny. He's got a little, little skinny nigga swag. my thigh. Right? He got a little swag on him. Right, yo, I gotta go to the concert. I don't know. I heard uh, it's different over there. Probably not. You know what I'm saying? But it looks like it's different over there. When they drive on a different side of the road, that's for sure. You know what I mean? It's different over there. When you go to London, you just gotta start off by going to London, Ontario. I've been there. Once we do that, I've been there. I uh, I think I can. Let me out. (laughs) <laughs> Doug Ford, let me out. I want to go. That's what I'm saying. Ford has everybody on lockdown. Right? Oh, uh-huh. gosh. All right. Shout out to them, man. That's a dope-ass song. Kuvio Foreign always working, man. Well, I knew I was feeling lucky, and this was a lucky episode 11. One one, baby. Let everybody know what your tag is. What's your Instagram? Spell it out so they know. It's at hustle dot dot motivate and then my personal one if i like you i'll accept you is that arlene james a yeah don't worry we're gonna make it pop up on the screen shout out to great prism you already know it's gonna be there but yes yes it's your boy price the boss and i got my lovely co-host carrie with two r's and two e's bad co-host Yes, my bad co-host. Yes, yes. And guess me I got up a over bad here. guest, too. Right, my bad guest over here. Just, ooh, I'm loving it. Just loving Let me know your name one more time. Arlene James or Arlene James. Jeez, you guys hear that? Kulna. Kulna. Jeez, I ain't got no more water. Price is getting hot. All right, y'all. No polycast. Make sure you follow us. Follow Carry Music, Price the Boss, Hustle, Heal, Motivate. Thank you for tuning in. Episode 11. And make sure you check out the pre-mix every Wednesday, guys. We out.